This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Hey, y'all. You're listening to It's Been a Minute from NPR. I'm Brittany Luce. Today's guest has been the breakout star of two of the funniest shows on television right now. We first got to know her as Maria Sofia Estrada, the actress who's so bad she's good on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Marsha, come out here. I want to talk to you. I'm right here. Stop screaming. Screaming. I want to screaming! Okay, also, if it's in parentheses, it's, you shouldn't say it either. Fine, I got it, I got it. Then, as the lovable but chaotic teacher's aide on Abbott Elementary. Waiting for Ashley. Oh, I'll be the aid of your dreams. Waiting for Ashley. And now, she's flexing her dramatic skills in the new Netflix show, Free Ridge. I did it! I told her she's out! And she just took it? Yep. Okay, good. I can delete her email. What email? The anonymous one telling her to eat Send it. No, don't. Just delete it. We're done. Actress Kayla Monteroso Mejia is poised to have a long career in Hollywood. I'm telling you, before you know it, she's going to be at the top of the call sheet on all your favorite dramedies. So we're going to get up close and personal with your new fave. Kayla, welcome to It's Been a Minute. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's very exciting. Really cool set. Thank you. Thank you. To start off, you often play what's supposed to be an annoying character. But mm-hmm. your presence brings viewers so much joy. Like the team was discussing as we were preparing for this conversation was just like we get excited when we see you on screen. Aww. How do you make these obnoxious characters so lovable? I really appreciate that, <laughs> that you guys are not as annoyed by them. But you know what's really funny? I've gotten this and I never go into something thinking, oh, she's annoying. Or like, really? Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm annoying. <laughs> like, also, I don't think people who are annoying are aware that they're annoying. That's I think true. They're, you know, maybe that's why they're annoying because nobody <laughs> tells them so they just continue on with the way they are. But yeah, I don't ever, I, I didn't think they were annoying. I was like, I'm cool. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, maybe that helps a little bit. You're tapping into like their confidence to a yes, certain degree. Oh my gosh. Definitely confidence, so much more than I have in real life. So that's really fun. Okay, I cannot do the things that these characters do. No way. But I mean, you know, in doing my research before talking to you, like you always wanted to act. You went to a performing arts high school and you left high school early to pursue your career. It's hard for me to think about you describing yourself as shy (laughs) when you make such like decisive moves like that. Yeah. It's so funny. They say ignorance is bliss, but I never really thought about the outcome or, oh, this is where it's going to get me. I just remember loving acting and like pursuing it every step that I could. As cliche as it sounds, I was really doing it because I really loved it. And it was like sort of the only thing that made me happy. Mm. Yeah. Very thankful it worked out. (laughs) Well, I mean, look. I'd say it's more than working out. Like, so many viewers have fallen in love with you. But I think a lot of people first got to know you when they saw your audition scene as Maria Sophia in season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Maria Sophia is in this audition to play the love interest on this show about young Larry David's life called Young Larry. 
It's about my life when I was like 24, 25. I lived in Brooklyn with my parents and my uncle, Mo, lived upstairs with my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Mo was in his 70s. He pushed racks in the garden. And, you know, Larry's been told by Maria Sofia's father that she's an actress. And this is the first scene where we really get to see her do her thing. And you come into this audition room as Maria Sofia. She makes a series of wild choices as an actress. I'm full. Look, you didn't need to think. Marcia, seriously, you're too thin. You're like a rail. Come on. This is a good weight for me. Okay, but at least finish the matzo ball, right? No. Well, what is it? Do you have an eating no. disorder? No. Marcia, I swear to God, I want you to eat Ew, the matzo ball. Come on. Ew, no. Come on. Stop. Marcia, stop. She absolutely bombs. She whispers when she should be loud. She screams when she should probably speak softly. She unnecessarily winks seductively at Larry yeah. David. <laughs> you clearly had a great audition since you made it onto the show Kirby Enthusiasm, but I've heard that the Kirby Enthusiasm audition process is notoriously tricky. What was it like for you to actually audition for the role of Maria Sofia? Yeah, it was really different, I would say, because of the whole improvisation part. Mm -hmm. I remember getting sides because she's a bad actress. They did send over just a small scene that they wanted to see and then along that also to improv a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so I remember sending it in and I didn't think too much of it either. I was just like, oh, like, I'm going to be. I tried to, you know, a channel a little bit of Aubrey Plaza. You know, she's like, I'm like, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like, no, but, but you know there's like, I mean? there's sort of, it's like having both like the, the tigress, but also like this very low, low yes. key person at the same time. I remember moving my tongue and like, uh, like just like <laughs> yeah, weird things. Like yeah, like just really weird things. And uh, I sent it in. I didn't think anything of it. And then maybe like a week or so later, they're like, oh, you know, we, we would love to do like a Zoom session uh, with the director, some of the producers, the casting team, and Larry. And I was like dying inside. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So in this Zoom, did you have to like do improv over Zoom? Is that Yeah, how it yeah, worked? we did. And and then uh, you, like everyone is there. I see like Larry pop up and I just remember like dying inside. Like this is like the <laughs> hardest thing. I'll ever, I just remember also like sweating. I, I sweat when I get nervous. Same. And I remember just being so nervous and but it's, you know what? It worked. After it ended, sending my manager, I think it was an email saying, you know, I don't know what's going to come of this, but I'm really happy I did it. And I'm and I think I learned a lot because it was a huge learning experience. I'd never done improv in that format and stuff. And sure. so I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> it was terrifying. But it was I remember feeling really good afterwards. Like, oh, this was fun. There's a scene where. You as Maria Sophia yeah. tackle Cheryl Hines, yeah. who's playing Cheryl, Larry David's <laughs> ex-wife. And then you get tackled by Ted Danson. Yeah. Okay. Back up, don't touch me. Well, you know, you want to touch me? Not not what are you saying? The jacket? I don't jacket. know what you're talking oh, about. I heard that you drew blood at one point. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, well, that's in aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally. Yeah, yeah so, something like that. No, no, so it, it was like one of the times we were practicing trying to figure out, like, what was too much and, and how to do because we always wanted to be really safe. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought there was lipstick mark on Cheryl. Mm -hmm. I said, hey, girl, like, you have something. And she was so cool. She was like, oh, just, just get it for me. I was like, oh, my God, of course. Like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> and then as I'm wiping, I'm realizing that it's, like, not, it's like, oh, sh this is not lipstick. And I was like, oh, my, Cheryl, I'm so sorry. I think I scratched you. And she was so cool about it. She was like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, all good. And she's like, oh, yeah. Like, 
no problem. I was like, again, dying inside. Scratch her. <laughs> but but they, they were so cool. But truthfully, watching them improv, it's mm-hmm. kind of like water where they mm. just flow. They flow back and forth and nothing phases them. I mean, I did some like outrageous things <laughs> and she was just the definition of a pro. I've read that like, even though, you know, this roll on curb was a really big turning point and it was something that I know on some level you had to be looking forward to and it got such a positive response. You were hesitant at first though to want to like watch yourself in the episode, like on screen. Why was that? I think because it was also my first big professional shoot. I was really nervous and so much to the point where I had forgotten half of the things that I did. And then I remember going into like an ADR session. Like to dub any sort of lines that yeah. didn't make it through. Right, because, right. you know, especially in like the ruffling scenes. Or like the <laughs> when you're wrestling with someone on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. So the mic sometimes tends to cut out. But I remember then coming out and someone said, oh, my God, I loved your dance stuff. It was so funny. And I was like, what? What? You didn't remember? I don't remember. Because Maria Sophia, she's, in addition to her acting, she's busting moves. Yeah. I I saw that choice that you made, and maybe it's time to make a new choice. Like what kind of dance? No, not a a little bit of salsa. Let's keep going. Let's just keep. I didn't remember doing any of that. And so then, you know, you're just like, damn, what did I do? Did I make a fool of myself? Is it bad? And I was just scared how people were going to receive it. And if they were going to laugh at me, you know what I mean? And uh, so I, I really didn't want to see it. But then when I finally was able to see, people were so kind. And it just was a positive experience that I was really scared in the beginning. Mm. Coming up, Kayla's comedy chops. Get her sent to the front of the class. This message comes from NPR sponsor Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, whose scientists played a substantial role in developing more than half the drugs approved by the FDA in the last five years. Dana-Farber Cancer Institute is changing lives everywhere. DanaFarber.org slash everywhere. This message comes from NPR sponsor Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts. So your performance on Curb Your Enthusiasm was Amazing. And you didn't just get my attention, obviously, (laughs) which is a good thing. You also caught the attention of Quinta Brunson, the creator and star of Avid Elementary. She commented on an Instagram post that I had about being on Curb. Mm -hmm. But she said something like, like, oh, you're funny. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) No big deal. Cool. Like, oh. And that was it. And then a couple months later, my – this sounds so – LA, like so Hollywood, how my Asian called. <laughs> this, is, this is not the way it sounds. But they did, they called and they're like, oh, Quinta Brunson. And I say, what? 
when like I remember freaking out, like, oh my god, because she wanted to call, <laughs> right? And I was like, oh my god, yes, of course, like. <laughs> and then I remember getting on the phone with her. She was like the coolest person. She was super kind, super down to earth, mm. and just like a badass. She had mentioned to me about a role on Abbott, but mm. you never want to assume someone is like offering you something. Of course. And I remember telling, I think it was my manager at the time. I was like, hey girl, when you get the slides, like send them over, like. I want to be just as prepared as I can be and, like, send in a good tape. For the audition. Yeah. And then she's like, no, I think, like, they want to bring it to you. I was like, oh, my God. Like, so they had, like, written a part and they had you in mind to play this role. And the fact that she was just so trusting in me just did so much for my confidence. Mm. And it was also very mind-blowing to me. I'm like, how did I get this lucky? Not only do I get to be on cover, I get to be on freaking Abbott Elementary. Mm. Within the scenes on the episodes that you were on, Abbott, Ashley Garcia, the role that you play, she's this teacher aide for Melissa Shimenti. And it's interesting because, like, I, I was talking to one of our producers, Alexis, and she was so excited when she saw that you were going to be playing the teacher's aide. I'm here okay. to teach you about the human so, um, body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Bones, blood, meat, okay. yo! Hi, my class. You guys would know this if you did your homework. And I, I remember being on my couch and feeling the same way when I saw you pop up on screen. I imagine that it must have been, like, a totally different vibe, like, going from Curb, which is, like, this very improv-heavy environment, to being on Abbott, which is scripted, but also has all these kids that are just, like, doing their own thing all the time. Oh, my God. It, 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 and, and you know, at some point, it does feel like improv like, you kind of go with the flow of things. Mm-hmm. We're doing a take, and out of nowhere, I remember a little girl decides to, like, just get up and go sit somewhere else. And we're like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, do you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's an actress, too, you know? It, like, called to move her over there. <laughs> and also, the kids are such a big part of it, and they're so hilarious. And it's, to some degree, they're not, like, fully aware. And so they will call me, like, Ashley and things like that. So that was really cool that was, I was like oh cool. but it, it was nice and then to see him again and then they they wave to you like as you're you're coming in they're like oh, I'm like that makes me feel good I'm like oh my god <laughs> you remember me like oh that feels good but it, they were just so awesome and I will say for how many kids they have to work with and and how it's such a well-oiled machine they have a really great system down it's it's not like chaotic in any way it just really works and that that was like surprising to me because i thought oh you know you hear that it's difficult to work with pets and kids <laughs> and, right, and right, no right. The, they have a really great system over there <laughs> yeah it's like <laughs> all right coming up how betting on herself led kayla to star in a new netflix series more after the break This message comes from NPR sponsor, Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, A People's History, from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Directed by Prentice Penny, executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter, A People's History, tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. 
So we discussed these amazing comedies that you've been on where, you know, audiences have gotten to know you. But you actually, when you got into acting, you wanted to do dramatic work, which it's so wild to me because I'm like, how did you not know you were like so funny? (laughs) How did you end up getting to this point where now you're becoming this comedy star? Oh, my gosh. I was doing theater and that was all theater I was cast in was just like mostly drama. Because I think I had done that, I didn't think I was funny. In the beginning, I'm so grateful it worked out now. But in the beginning, it was really hard to get auditions at all. And when I would get them, they they weren't really for comedic roles. Mm. And I remember I did a short film called The 90 Day Plan with the director, Gabriela Garcia Medina, who's just been a wonderful person in my life. And she's mm-hmm. super talented. And she was the first person to cast me in a comedy and before that, I would have never thought about it. I It was just nothing that crossed my mind. And because of her, truthfully, she's like, I think, planted a seed in my head. It's like, oh, maybe I am. Maybe, okay, this is kind of fun. I didn't think about this. But comedy is, like, really hard. And I have so much respect for people now that I, I've, like, dabbled in it. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. This is incredible. <laughs> You're just making people laugh like this. It's, it's intense. It's a lot. <laughs> You have a new project out called Free Ridge. It's a YA dramedy, and it's on Netflix. And on that show, you play Gloria, a high school sophomore who's still grieving the death of her mother and figuring out her relationships with her family and friends. Betting on myself has always been the safe bet. This is a group curse and a group problem to fix. It's got plenty of comedic moments, but also in the episodes that I watched, there's like real moments of emotion and drama in there. Like, I mean, there are scenes where your character will like actually shed tears, but there's also scenes where like something emotional will happen that maybe doesn't merit crying. And I'll look and like Gloria's, your eyes are watering up and you could tell you got a little frog in your throat. I said life or death. Hey, this is not your fault. We're going to reverse it. But what if we don't? This isn't some money we owe Theo. This is dad. Like, you're really doing some, like, dramatic acting in there as well. What is it like to bring these two sides of the craft together? In the beginning, I was really, again, I think you see a pattern. I I was scared. (laughs) I was nervous. Uh, Because I think I also had gotten into the swing of comedy for a while. So I was really nervous and I had a lot of self-doubt in the beginning. I was like, wow, I I don't know if this will work. But I also had Mm -hmm. such good writing. I've been so lucky to work with, to me, like some of the best. And the writing really speaks for itself. But I had so much fun being able to play multiple sides of Gloria and that you get to see multiple sides of her. That was so rewarding in itself to just be able to live this person in in a more well-rounded way that you get to experience all these things as I do was so much fun. Throughout our conversation, you've spoken about being nervous in the face of these incredible opportunities. And doing the thing of, like, being scared, but doing it anyway, despite what you're telling me how nervous you are. You still do it anyway. And it makes me think of something that your character, Gloria, said on Free Ridge. Betting on myself has always been the best bet. What has it looked like for you to bet on yourself? Oh, my God. You're making me start crying. (laughs) This is also very, like, an emotional trip. I feel really grateful and so a lot of times oh god you like bet on yourself but you don't expect other people to like 
see this thing inside of you that you feel. And so that's kind of what it, it felt like. And I also have this passion for acting that's been like nothing I've ever had before. <laughs> and so as to relate to Gloria, like I, I've always bet on myself, no matter what it was, I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I, I like maybe it's not what you like see in Hollywood or, or maybe it'll be tough, but I love this thing and nothing else can make me happier. And so I'm going to do it. And truthfully, people are so kind and they like take a liking to it, whether it's like Quinta or Larry giving me an opportunity now with Free Ridge. It's all been really surprising because it's I, I didn't think that like to some degree these things were possible and so now to see them I'm like like this is like just something that I wanted and now that people like it has been like just the best thing and I I feel really grateful (laughs) no 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 it's beautiful it's beautiful it's it's incredible like you you took a leap I have one last question you are in this place, like you mentioned, where like you're doing these things that you didn't know were possible, but you're also playing this teenage girl right now, Gloria, who's such a go-getter. She <laughs> she's such a go-getter and she's such a boss. That's the way I kept yeah, describing yeah, her. Yeah, me too. It sounds like Gloria's a boss. I wonder, you know, like tapping into some of that inner Gloria, tapping into, you know, the inner Kayla, looking toward the future. What's like your dream thing that you'd love to be able to do? You know what I've, I've, I've learned very quickly hmm. is that in the short amount of time I've been able to do things that I'm really proud of and characters that I have a lot of fun playing. And I think that's when I feel the best. And so, God, this sounds so dumb. Can I say this out sounds so cliche no. and corny? But I just want to do things that I'm really fulfilled by. I, I think I, I just want to be happy. <laughs> God, yeah, I just want to do things that that I'm really fulfilled by. And, and honestly, sticking with dramedy, I, I've really enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And it's been really fun to explore. And you get to see, I think, sides of people in a way that's just really fun to watch. You know, you get to see them when they're having these really funny moments and when they're more vulnerable. And I really enjoyed it so much. And I would love to continue doing that, truthfully. (laughs) Well, hopefully you get to continue doing that. A lot of us are rooting for you, perhaps even selfishly. (laughs) (laughs) Kayla, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a minute. It has been such a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you so much. This has been really fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. This episode was produced by Alexis Williams and Christina Shaman. It was edited by Jessica Mendoza and Jessica Plachik. Engineering support came from Valentina Rodriguez Sanchez. Alex Drewenskis. I'm Brittany Luce, and we'll be back Friday with another episode of It's Been a Minute from NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Discover. Tired of not getting a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Discover. Tired of not getting a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me. 
and I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. 